Welcome to Curious Insights. I'm John Walker, and I'm out there reading the good books, listening to the podcast, and accessing my triple secret sources of information, and giving the best of it to you here on the podcast. I'm here to illuminate, educate, and agitate. Welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show again. I'm going to start off a little different today. We've been getting some good reviews. I want to share one of these great five-star reviews with you. Kind of an encouragement to keep them coming. This comes from Chase Andrew 13 is his moniker. He says of this show, insightful and relevant. Always a good point, well made, with a perfect dose of humor and humility from the host. It is much harder to deliver a great thought in less than 15 minutes than blab on and on for an hour. Other podcasts take note. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Chase Andrew 13. Keep those good reviews coming. Keep this show humming. All right, today we're going to talk about a Russian man by the name of Adolf Tokachev. And this comes from a book that I recently read called The Billion Dollar Spy. David E. Hoffman wrote it. Tokachev is a young Russian boy, was talented as an electronics guy, and as you may be aware, in Russia, you don't decide what you want to be. They decided for you, so he was assigned to work on radar, and that's what he did, worked there for years. He developed, while he was at their radar facility, a strong dislike for the Russian people, and he wanted to hurt Russia. Not the people so much, but he wanted to hurt Russia. He wanted to get even with Russia. You know, when you think about a spy story, you figure the Americans did some brilliant spy maneuver, and that's how they have these spies. They did some kind of covert, really intelligent, thought-out plan. Well, all they did was roll their window down. Tokachev wanted to give information to the Americans, and so he would find cars driven by diplomats he could tell by the license plate that it was a diplomat's car and he would drop notes in there and say i want to give you some information finally they took him seriously finally they made a connection with him and they were able to get some information from him they gave him cameras and he would take pictures of secret documents and he wrote out notes about what all was going on where he was. He even gave a couple of samples. It's interesting. He was able to check out secret documents from, I guess, a big library there within the facility, and he could take the documents away. In fact, he would typically go check out a secret document, put it under his coat, go home to eat, take pictures of it while he was at home. Welcome to the train. I know you people have noticed we've got a train. The train's coming in. Tokachev would take those home, take a picture of them, and then bring them back. Eventually, they kind of cracked down on that loose security, and so he had to take them into the restroom to take pictures of them. But he did. He was a really valuable spy. He, He brought all kinds of information to the American CIA, just an unbelievable amount of information. One of those guys had estimated that and this is where the title of the book comes from. The information he had given the United States was well worth over a billion dollars. Of course, they only gave him a few hundred thousand, and I guess they figured that was close enough. But he really wasn't in it for the money. He was in it to 
hurt the Russians. He really wanted to hurt them, and he did want to get paid, and he did get paid some. Uh, it's also interesting, Tokachev would give them notes and photographs and plans, and what he wanted in return a lot of the time was American rock music or American-made headphones. Of course, he claimed this was for his son, but he also admitted that he enjoyed the music. I think that's interesting. You think of Russia at this time in the 70, late 70s and 80s, not a lot of great things there, and they want some American produce. He never was caught. His, his systems always seemed to work out. He was eventually, I guess the best way to say it was he was betrayed. It's an interesting story, really a good book, reads fast. It's interesting to me that he did this, that he gave these secrets away. And that's great for America. It's just a wonderful thing that, you know, it helped us a bunch in the Cold War. But there's something about it that was bothering me. The man was betraying his own country. And that didn't seem right to me. That seemed to be, well, it just didn't seem right. So I was wondering, what, what was the motivation? Why betray your own country? Well, to get that story, we go to back to a man named Ivan and a woman named Sophia and their daughter, Natasha. Now, does that sound Russian or what? Ivan and Sophia with a daughter named Natasha. Yeah, it does. Well, Sophia goes to see her father in Denmark. She lives in Russia. This is 1937. This is some of the darkest days of Stalin. And she just goes to see her father in Denmark. And as far as we know, only because she went to see her father in Denmark, supposedly without permission or not supposed to, she's convicted of subversion. Subversion. December the 10th, 1937, she's shot, executed. A lot of that was going on at the time. It's told that her execution was December 10th of 1937. Supposedly on December the 12th of 1937, Stalin and his buddy Molotov approved 3,167 executions, and then went to see a movie. Ivan, who would not condemn his wife, got 10 years in a concentration camp. So that leaves Natasha to grow up in an orphanage. And as you might expect, that did not cause Natasha to be a real fan of Stalin and the Russian system. In fact, this is the source, I suppose, for how Adolf Tokachev so wanted to hurt Russia because Natasha becomes Adolf Tokachev's wife. And they constantly were in agreement. And I guess, you know, as you talk about it, as you let it roll over and over in your mind how unfairly you've been treated. They just got a worse and worse attitude about Russia. And Tokachev wanted to get even, wanted to do something to get even with the Russians. You wonder if Stalin at all ever considered the backlash. If Stalin and his cronies ever thought about what could happen in that kind of situation, that treating people terribly causes them to want revenge. Boy, there's a lot of times in history that that's happened. You know, it's interesting to learn the other day, Osama bin Laden thought that he was getting even with America for things that happened in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, a crazy tragedy is the uh, bombing in Oklahoma City was 
quote-unquote, getting even for what happened in Waco. Something to think about, something to consider when we think about how we how we do things and the long-term consequences for some of the things we do. Anyway, it's something to think about. I don't guess we have a chance to be as nasty a person as Stalin was, but we always need to think about what the consequences are down the road that this could come back and bite you. Hope that helps. Hey, read a good book and try something new.